Hey mom with little ones, welcome to the Babyweight Nutritionist Podcast. Do you want to feel comfortable in your body again? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for how to lose weight after baby? And what's the best workout to do at home? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel unmotivated and discouraged because you ran out of time to meal prep and your workout got cut short because your toddler woke up early again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Kristen Noriega, registered dietitian nutritionist and Christian mom of four. I too felt frustrated with my body while living in the grind of early motherhood after my first and second babies. I wanted to be strong like I used to be and to feel comfortable being touched again. I just wished I had more time to get my pre-baby body back. And then I found the secret formula, food freedom and joyful movement. I'll teach you this formula right here on this show, along with simple time-saving shortcuts, support for lasting weight loss, and motivation to get it done, even with a baby on the hip and a toddler around your leg, so that you can finally feel comfortable in your body again. Pass out some snacks, reheat your coffee, and let's do this, friend. Hey friends, today I have with me Lisa Lazat. She is the host of the Habits and Home Show. She is a decluttering, organizing, habit coach. She can school you on routines, home management, homeschooling, and homesteading. And I am just so honored that she's here. So hey, Lisa, how's it going? Hey, Kristen. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm happy to be here and to chat with you and your audience. Lisa, can you just uh, tell us who you are in a couple sentences? Who are you? Okay. Well, I am a 38 (laughs) year old mom of three kids. I have a 13 year old, 11 and a nine year old. I used to be a public school teacher a couple of several years ago. And I had my first baby 13 years ago and decided to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. God led us to homeschooling, which I never thought we would do because homeschoolers are weird. (laughs) And I've just been home for 13 years doing different jobs, different businesses. And I love home management. I love coaching people in home management and being moms and being able to take care of their homes, their families, and being the best versions of them themselves. Um, I am a Christian. I am married to my high school sweetheart of 17 years. We just celebrate our 17th year anniversary. We love adventuring. We're super active. And I am not a health nut, but I have always had health as a priority, a priority in my life. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. I bet. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you for that intro. I am also married to my high school sweetheart and that's cool. And I'm a homeschooling mom. I don't know if I ever told you that. No, I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Would have been pertinent a few minutes ago. (laughs) Well, I I know that you are moving and transitioning and you're also in the military. So it kind of fits your lifestyle to be a homeschool mom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know what doesn't fit my lifestyle? My paper clutter, my laundry piles. Help me, Lisa. Help me. (laughs) Well, I can definitely help you tackle all of that. And like you mentioned in the intro, I have a podcast at the Habits and Home Show where I break down all of those 
nitty gritty, fine details. I really like to break it down and teach people how to address each and every area of their home, everything that they're struggling with, the closet that they keep closing the door on, the pile of clothes that are still stuck in the suitcase from the trip that you just took, and even the things that you didn't clear out of your car from your last trip to the grocery store or to the pool or wherever you went adventuring. So I break all of that down in the podcast. So, okay. Now I can see the vision. Like I can see, you know, if I had a closet that I wasn't scared of, if I didn't have like piles that would swoosh up the counter when I walked by, I can see it, you know, I can imagine what that would be like, but where do I start? Where do my listeners start? How do we get there? What's the first step? Well, like we said, we talked about in your last interview, mindset is a huge factor. It all starts with mindset. A lot of people want to compare their homes to what they see on Pinterest, what they see on Instagram, they want to build up this fantasy lifestyle from what they're exposing themselves to. And unfortunately, it creates in us this, this unachievable, unattainable, fictitious lifestyle that is not entirely obtainable. I remember, I'm going to liken it to when I was a teenager. I went to go get a haircut and I told my stylist, I took a picture of Jennifer Aniston from friends. And I said, I want this haircut. She had like the angled bangs and the angled hair and everything. And I said, I want my hair to look like this. And he said, honey, your hair will never look like that because she has somebody following her around at all times, styling her hair and making it look perfect. So think about that and apply that to your home. The pictures that you see, people are staging their homes for magazines, for, um, for blogs, for advertisements, and that is not real life. So you have to first work on your mindset and see what, what are your goals? Do you want to have this picture perfect home that you're like so strict where your kids can't even leave a toy on the floor and you want to, you're going to yell at them at all times because that's what it takes. It takes being an angry mom <laughs> to have a perfectly clean home. Now I'm not really focused on being clean at hundred percent of the time. I really focus on resetting your home mainly at the end of the day, but getting your home to where it's manageable, getting your home to where it's to the point of where you're capable of managing it for yourself. A lot of us are living beyond our capabilities. We are taking on and bringing in so much stuff into our home. We're taking on activities. We're taking on responsibilities. We're, every single thing that comes into your home, you are managing it either with your eyes, with your mind, you're having to think about it. You're having to think about where it's stored. You're moving it. You are managing every single item that comes into your home. So yeah, it starts with decluttering. I mean, you have to declutter, but it starts with your mindset. What do you want? Most of us want peace of mind. We want to be able to come home and enjoy our children 
cook a great meal and not turn around after the meal is done and have like, our kids are off to go play and we're like stuck there because we spent an hour cleaning and now we have to spend an hour cooking and now we have to spend an hour cleaning. It's just too much. We really want to enjoy life. So I help women focus on gaining peace of mind, whatever that looks like. Okay. And a lot of the time it looks like decluttering and weeding out things that they think that they have to have in their life. And I'm giving them permission to let it go. And so, yeah, we could talk about the little piles of everywhere, but you really have to focus on deciding what you really want. Let that drive you to keep going and to take the next step. Okay. You have to get the desire. What do I actually want my lifestyle to look like? Yeah, I kind of, I see what you're saying because that's, real similar to how I have my clients um, identify who they want to be. What does that woman look like? So what you're saying is, you know, what do you, what is really important deep down? Is it that your shelves are perfect and the floors have no crumbs? Or is it that you're connecting with your kids and you're living the life that really is meaningful to you? So I guess what I well, you mentioned your resets. Do you feel like you want to talk about that right now? Is that a good next <laughs> Yes, we can talk about my resets. Okay, because I watch Lisa's stories. Guys, you got to go follow her. And I'm like, wow, this reset is so powerful. And so I literally, uh, before I go to bed at night, I walk into like my laundry room and I'm like, what would Lisa do? <laughs> would Lisa go to bed or would Lisa fold these clothes? Ugh, why does Lisa <laughs> have to be in my head right now? <laughs> I love that. What's funny is that I, <laughs> I lay down at night. If I leave that thing, whatever the thing on my reset is to do, if I leave that thing undone, it haunts me. I lay down and I'm thinking I am sabotaging tomorrow. I am ruining tomorrow morning. I'm going to be in a cranky mood if I wake up and I see all that was left over. So it really propels me to jump out of bed right then, go do it, not get distracted, go do the thing and then come back. And so, yeah, I, I teach people how to, yes, I teach people how to declutter because a lot of people have a hard time letting things go, but my ultimate goal is to get people in the direction or my ultimate goal is to get them to where they have habits to where this is not like a struggle to pick up and to clean and to, it's just like second nature. It's automatic. It's automatic. And it's like you said, identity, identity is so important when it comes to retraining who you are and retraining your, your bad habits. You have to start with who you want to identify as. So people, so some, some negative things, that sometimes people identify it as is they say I'm a perfectionist or um, I I can't I, I can't memorize names. That is that something that they have taken on as their identity. I'm a person who can't re- remember people's names or I'm a person who um, I'm a hot mess express. The the words that you identify yourself as is how you are going to live it out. So if you always say I'm a hot mess express, well, yeah, you're going to show up everywhere. Kids falling out of the car, you have half the stuff. And so you have to retrain your vocabulary. You have to stop saying I'm a hot mess express. I was in a Facebook group the other day and it was 
the, the girl said, how do you deal with a messy home? Like I, I try so hard to keep up on everything, but I still have a messy home. And I, and of course, everybody's like, I don't know, tell me like, what have y'all figured out? And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the person who was like, okay, I know this is my topic. I know it starts with retraining your vocabulary. Instead of saying messy home, I have a messy home, retrain your vocabulary, use the word or the prefix un. So I have an untidy home. Well, when you say untidy, it's easy for you to see the action or the verb that has to take place for it to to get better. I have an untidy home. So the opposite of that is I need to tidy. If I have an unmade bed, what's the, the opposite of that? I have to make my bed. If it's unmade, everything that is undone just has to be done. And so it really propels you to take action. So start by changing your vocabulary. Start, throw out the word, I have a messy home. Well, by whose definition is it messy? (laughs) Um, So so throw out that, that, that description word of, I have a messy home. I have a dirty home. No, it's just unclean. Okay. So change your vocabulary from saying these direct words that don't really have an opposite to them, or it's hard to figure out what the opposite word is. And you use the prefix un, I have an undone house. I have an untidy home. Your bed is unmade. And so it really helps you to direct the action that you need to take. Hmm. So as far as resets, I kind of got off track a little bit, but resets for me, I, it's just giving me like life can happen. You can allow life to happen. And like you said, we said in your, your interview, um, the, the gray areas, you don't have to be black or white. It doesn't have to be clean or dirty. It can have some gray areas. And so allowing life to happen all day, but having a baseline of what that reset or what that area is supposed to reset to will give you the permission to, to actually live life. So for me, one thing that I do share about that Kristen mentioned in my stories is I always reset my kitchen at night and you have to figure out what that reset looks like. What is your baseline? Because if your baseline is, okay, here's the stack of mail over here. Here's all the canisters all over here. Here's like, here's my dish drainer on the counter here. If that's your baseline, that's fine. But for me, my baseline is completely cleared off counters. It's like a clean slate the very next morning. So my, you have to know what your baseline is to know what to reset back to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So many like good nuggets right there. So immediately when you said switch it from messy home to untidy home, I instantly thought, oh, I could just tidy my home. It's not like I have to burn it to the ground because there's so much stuff inside of it. I just got to tidy it. So I think that is so, so powerful for us who are here where we're like, we just have so much stuff and so many things and it's always a mess. Like, okay, I have an untidy home. I have an unkept uh, playroom right now. I just need to keep up the the toys, put them away. You know, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I think that might be like, you just gave me a breakthrough. It's not really that big of a deal. It doesn't have to be life or death. It's just a tiny little tweak and things can start going the right direction. It's untidy. Okay. Tidy it. Not a big deal. Just move forward. Don't sit and 
think about it and ponder over it and really just let it weigh on you. Just, you know, do something about it real quick. And if that's the nightly reset, cool. That's awesome. And I really like how you said everyone has their own baseline. Cause I also agree with that. Like if you're thinking, um, like workout, I teach my clients and talk about it on the podcast. If you have your baseline, what I like to call your floor, your floor is the bare minimum. That's the bare minimum that you're going to do. Some days you're going to do wonderful, amazing things. In this instance, it might be you declutter the entire garage, but you're not going to do that every day. All you got to do today and every day is hit this bare minimum, the baseline, your floor, whatever it is. And if you're sticking to that one thing, everything else will work smoothly. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I really like this. I love this conversation, Lisa. (laughs) Good. I'm glad I could add some value. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all of us women who are trying to get healthy, who are listening to this podcast, a podcast in this episode are saying, okay, cool, but I don't have any time. I don't have time to eat better. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to declutter. I don't have time to on and on and on. You know, is there one thing that you teach that really just helps your moms find a little bit more time? Well, we say we don't have time when we know the truth is we're just not prioritizing the time. So you really need to figure out what you, what, what are your priorities? What are the things that you want to happen? What are your goals? Do you want to be a kind mom? What does that take? Do you want to have a tidy home? What does that look like? What does that take? So you really have to, first of all, just brain dump all of your priorities, your responsibilities. You might, uh, sometimes we just like carry them around in our head and we, we're not We end up taking on more inside of our head than we actually are responsible for. So brain dump them, get them all out on paper and see what you can weed out to get yourself to have more time during the day. But habits are the biggest thing. It's you are actually probably doing more than you think. I actually spoke with another client a couple of weeks ago where she waited to clean her home and to tidy it and everything on Saturdays. And I said, well, don't you pick up all the time all throughout the week? And she's like, yeah, but I don't count that. I don't count. I'm like, why not? Why can't you count those little tiny actions as good? Why do you feel like you have to wait for this big monumental time slot to be able to check it off that it's actually clean or it's actually tidy. Why can't the little resets and the little pick-me-ups and the little tidy-ups and cleanups and the habits that you have programmed into your day, why can't you count that as good? And it was like a revelation for her. And I, I call this like, um, you know, like a sporadic, like just an, like a trickling of cleaning rather than a batch. Some people are batchers where they find, they check it off as good once they've done it all at one time. And us busy moms, we're, we don't have that big time slot where we can do it. So we need to teach ourselves to like count it that we've checked it off if we're able to just do it, but really habit stacking will help you to get these things done. So for instance, one of the things that we started doing in my family recently, I have a desire to have a clean bathroom. And so we came together as a family and I said, Hey, this is my desire. I really 
you know, at restaurants, at businesses, they clean their bathroom every single day. Why can't we do that for our family and have like, you know, gift ourselves the ability to have a clean bathroom. And so I said, can we all pitch in? There's five of us. There's five days of the week. We can give ourselves the weekend off. Can we all do clean the bathroom every single day and everybody take a day? And I told them, I said, all you have to do wipe down the mirror, wipe down the counter, wipe down the toilet, the top of the toilet area. I'll take care of the shower because I clean the shower while I take a shower. That's one of my habit stacks is while I'm showering, I have my shower caddy. I have an episode on that. If you'd like to go listen, um, I have a shower caddy caddy that has all of my things that I need to easily clean the shower while I'm showering. So it, it's not, I, I need more time. I just need to habit stack the things that I need to get done with the things that I'm already doing. So for instance, my kids brush your teeth every night. So the habit stack that I have for them is, and you have to set up your system. So I have two baskets underneath my sink, one with clean towels, one with dirt to collect the dirty towels. And I have a spray bottle and I showed them, you have to train them. You have to like show them exactly what cleaning looks. We, we tell our kids to go clean. They have no idea what that looks like. So I, I got the whole family in there. We had this meeting and I was like, my husband was actually like the one that told me you need to show us what to do. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll take care of the shower. Y'all do this. So we got out the, I said, okay, here are the two baskets. This is the clean towel. Take a clean towel, start clean from the top to the bottom. That's how I teach everybody and coach everybody to clean. Start from the top, clean to the bottom, clean the mirror, spray the counter and the sink the nozzles, go over to the, um, the toilet, wipe the top of the toilet, the seat and use a little swisher brush and it gets done. And so we stack our habits on things that are already doing so that they're like no brainers. And we don't feel like our home is not clean or not tidy. We just, if, if you leave a room, reset the room. So like you said, in the interview that we did together, um, do the thing, the next thing that's right in front of you, do the next best thing that's right in front of you and count it as good and stop waiting for Saturday to clean or these big monumental times to declutter, do what's right in front of you that, that you see and create good habits that you can stack on habits that you've already established. Heck yes. Heck yeah. Oh my gosh. So I love that you had that like family meeting in the bathroom. Everyone's in there. Let's glove up here. Let's clean the toilets now. <laughs> it's Monday. It's my day. I really love that. I love how you talk about habit stacking. I just had an episode a couple weeks back on habit pairing too. And so this is cool because now listeners, you can go and you can find the episode on how to take habit pairing, habit stacking, like Lisa's talking about for your meals for your workouts for your faith that's what I talked about now Lisa she's telling you you use those same principles you habit stack and you just get it done and I love the perspective shift of let the small things count you know if you folded three washcloths that were right there on the counter you did it good job let it count just give yourself a pat on the back Heck yeah. Thank you so much, Lisa. This is awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. I could talk to you forever, Lisa. I love decluttering. I love just, this is, if I wasn't a dietitian, I would want your job. This is what I would do. I love it so much, but 
we have to respect your time here and I'm going to let you go. So where can listeners find you? Okay. Well, the number one place that you can find me is at habitsandhome.com. And I have some good blogs over there, some freebies. You can check out the services if you need help decluttering as well. Um, that's the number one place that you can find me, habitsandhome.com. The other places that you can find me are Lisa Lazat on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Okay. Okay. And did you have any sort of a freebie for some reason? I'm thinking you wanted to talk about that. I do. I have a reset checklist that helps you to, um, like you said, we, we had talked about this through the whole podcast, um, helps you to know exactly what to reset at the end of the day. I focus on mainly the end of the day. I have some other episodes in there that focus on your weekly and monthly and yearly resets, but we really want to focus on right now, what's in front of us. What do we need to reset today? So I have a reset checklist over at um, habitsandhome.com as well. So you can sign up for that. Okay. And we can just go there and we can find it easily. Yes. It's right there on the front page. Cool. Cool. All right, Lisa, thank you so much. And everybody go find Lisa's show, the Habits and Home podcast and follow her, go listen and watch her stories because you will now question everything you do right before you go sit on the couch. Like, oh, should I really do this? Or should I go maybe do a couple things? (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) All right. I'll have a good one, Lisa. See ya. Thank, Thank you, Kristen. Hey, if you like this interview with Lisa, let me know. Head over to my Facebook community and post in there and let me know that you want to see more interviews like this or you want to hear more about just, you know, how to free up some space in your life in general so that you can then focus on your food and your nutrition and your health and your movement and all of these other things. If this is something you need more of, let me know. Head to the free Facebook group with that link below. See you there.